Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Running back at Texas A&M, but in that flip bone backfield, Darrell Williams got the uh, handoff, but Kelsey and Tyreek Hill were the other two guys in that inverted wishbone behind uh, Patrick Mahomes. How much do you like that setup? I mean, I love it. I find myself every week in awe of the creativity of Eric Enemy and, and Coach Reed's imagination when it comes to formations, route concepts, everything. So, I mean, is this another tool in their belt? I mean, it's just amazing how these guys every week come up with just new, new concepts. I know you love the guys that you played with, but do you ever think, what if you were – could go back in this time and play in this offense with this group and this quarterback? On a weekly basis. <laughs> on a weekly basis, I'm like, oh, I would have loved to have been the guy on that wheel route or whatever. Yeah. Um, I love Trent Green. He's the best quarterback I've ever played with. Um, he's an excellent human being, still a good friend of mine. But I, I would trade him to play with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in this offense for sure. Okay, I want to ask you, too, about the current team, and then we're going to kind of jump back into the past. But McCall Hardman, last year, huge plays. Uh, Chiefs needed – they can get a bye if they beat the Chargers in Week 17, and it's a struggle. Chargers are playing great. Whoops. McCall Hardman flips the game on a 104-yard kickoff return that looked like you. Then, down 24 to nothing in the divisional playoff game in the second quarter to the Houston Texans. Nothing's going on. I mentioned on the air, all it takes is just one little light of a fuse, one little spark, and Hardman had the 58-yard return to get everything going. That started everything in that run in the playoffs. This year, the longest kick return for the Chiefs has been 31 yards. The longest punt return, just 16 yards. Is there a time, I mean, can you try too much? And not just McColl, but the guy's blocking for him because everybody's waiting for uh, you know, the big punt return to the kickoff return so far this season. What would you tell those guys blocking for him and McColl himself? I would tell them, you know, you have to be so much more precise in your execution, be it blocking, reading the blocks, seeing calls, whatever, because like you said, McColl came on the scene last year and he had big, big plays that sparked big, big wins. So what happens now you're on the radar of these guys. So these guys now – I'm speaking of the coverage teams of the opponents, they're getting up for you. They're paying attention more in meetings. They're paying attention more to the special teams coach because they see McCole break 
a run here, break a big pump return there, kick return here, whatever. So now you're going to get guys best. So you have to give your best, and you have to be precise in everything in regards to execution. That that would be it. And is there? I mean, is there guys that sometimes you can try too hard? It's like the dude trying to hit home runs, man. Just hit it to the gap and get a double. Can you try yeah, too hard? You definitely can try too hard to break the big one when you should just take what's there. But that's hard because when you have success, you want to continue having success. You want to continue making big plays for your team. But, yes, you definitely can try too hard um, to break it big every single time. And you should just take that little uh, base hit or take that little bunt walk off or whatever. And um, So, yeah, that's definitely good advice. Uh, Mitch. Well, and honestly, people remember your incredible big returns, but I remember you having impactful returns, meaning you would flip the field. You may not be a 100-yard return all the time, but a 50-yard return, a 40-yard return, instead of being backed up, now we'd take over the football at the 40 or the midfield, and it just makes all the difference in the world. So you've lived this life. It's not always you know, the big return, but just changing field position can be such a big deal. The Chiefs have really fought field position all this year. You're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, I kind of learned that later in my career, um, you know, when I matured a little bit and, and understood, like you say, you don't always have to make the big glorious run that's going to highlight a benefit yourself. Let's get that 20, 15, 20-yard run that flips the field or is a first down or two and your offense is walking off or walking onto the field straight opposed to at an angle going back to the 20 or the 30. So, yeah, think more of the team, and eventually you'll start popping them for yourself. Well, speaking of popping them, let's, the Broncos are this week, and it just brings up October the 5th, 2003, in one of the most amazing returns in the history of the National Football League. Take us back to that bright afternoon at Arrowhead Stadium and a play that will be remembered forever. It was just, you know, getting to the point in my head mentally that I'm going to make a play. I had pre-decided, uh, you know, before the kick was even kicked that I'm fielding this punt no matter what. Because I, well, I think it was 17, 16, 17 or something like that. Yep. And I'm just like, Okay, it's the fourth quarter. Our offense has stalled a couple of times. I just predetermined meant that I'm catching it no matter what. Now, thank God it all worked out, obviously. Um, but yeah, that could have that. That was one of those, you know, uh, feast or famine. It's either going to be a big one, which thank God it was, or it wasn't, and picked up a couple of uh, blocks, legal blocks, um, and <laughs> made a couple of guys miss, and the rest is history. Only that poor punter was back there. Was it Studebaker they got the I can't remember who got the punter, but they uh wiped him out. But you had a good group. You know, seeing Gary Still's son play for West Virginia now is uh crazy. But you had some guys on that special teams unit. Who were some of the guys that you remember like you could trust? You knew, all right, I'm gonna try to hit this one big, but I know I can trust these guys in front of me. So the first guy that comes to mind is uh Scott Fujita. And the reason I bring hmm. him up he used to be so excited to go out and block for me. And I think I had a lot of success because of guys like him. Now, Scott Vegeta went on to be a every-down starter on defense. So I got blocking for me. He had guys like Mike Maslowski. Obviously, you mentioned Gary Steele. 
Um, who else was a good one? That oh, Visor, uh, Eric Visor. Yep. He was a great one. Um, I mean, let me think. Uh, uh, those are the guys that I think of right away. I can't think of any more, but obviously there were many, many. But those guys stand out because of the enthusiasm that they had when going back to Blackburn. Because that's not a glorious thing to do. Run 50 yards backwards, you know, take on a guy that's running full steam ahead and put your face right in the middle of their chest and, and block for another guy. So, yeah, tremendous, tremendous group of guys I had blocking for them. And to do it without getting penalties is a, basically an art form. I just remember that day. It was such an amazing return and an honor to call it, actually. It's been played over and over and over and over again. But also to do it in a division game and to do it against the Broncos because the Chiefs now have to get ready on a short week after a tough game now in the rain. And we all talked about how the Chiefs won that game. But now you got to rev it up again in a division game. How do you do that for this current team, and how do you get ready for the Broncos? Well, I think you just uh, clean up some of the mistakes. I feel like the Chiefs, even though they're 5-1, and one, they really only have played one complete ball game. Um, and that says a lot, to be 5-1 and one and only have played one complete ball game, and that was against the Ravens, in my opinion. I just think do what you do, but clean up you know, some of the mistakes, some of the turnovers. Um, definitely got to clean up the secondary. Because I feel like the uh, the Broncos, they have great talent on offense, especially in the run game with Lindsey. So I think if we can just clean up the defense on the back end, um, stop the run, and on offense, don't make mistakes, don't turn the ball over, it should be an easy win, to be honest. It should be an easy win, even though it's a divisional foe. I just think we are the better team. If we play to our, uh, up to our capabilities, do the things I just mentioned, I don't think Denver – to win this ball game at all. Should be another win for the Chiefs. Chiefs have been dominant in the division really since 2015, but a little bit of an ambush uh, by the Raiders in that game at home. <laughs> so, how do you? I mean, I, I'm just seeing this. I don't want it to be arrogant, but the Chiefs are getting the full cannon load from everybody they're playing, and exactly. here it comes again. I mean, you you just have to be ready for it because Denver is going to put everything into this game. They're sick of losing to the Chiefs. It's been nine straight Chief wins. We're going to be 10th straight on Sunday, so I'm not worried about that. But, um, yeah, Oakland came in, but Oakland is built right. They have a hell of a tight end. They have a monster at running back, and they have speed on the outside. That rookie, I was impressed with him um, in college. So the Raiders definitely ambushed us, but I don't think, you know, we should be shocked by that because the Raiders are a really good team. I'm with you. Um, Denver, I don't think they have – what Oakland has, not from a coaching standpoint, not from a quarterback skill position uh, standpoint. So definitely it'll be a tough game uh, because it is a division of foe, but I just don't see Denver ambushing us like the Raiders did because they just don't have the weapons. They have a few weapons, but they don't have the full arsenal that uh, the Raiders came in with last Sunday. Dante Hall, the human joystick, our guest tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show. We're going to back to wrap things up. With Dante, after this, you are listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. The Bills have the ball back at their own 23. Allen retreats. Here comes Chris Jones, but he floats a pass over the middle. It's going to be intercepted. Dirty Dan Sorensen with the pick. A one-handed grab, and the H pick 
of Dirty Dan's career. But just like he closed out the game in Mexico City last year, in a game that feels like this one, he gets a pick on the first Bills turnover of the game, and it comes at 1-11 to go in the contest, and the Chiefs leading by nine. Got three minutes left to go in our show tonight. Dante Hall, our guest, Valerie Cowick of Independence, our winner from Hy-Vee of our uh, Chiefs Kingdom virtual watch party. Dante, you were there in Mexico City last year. I felt like that game yesterday was like that. I was like that one, and Dirty Dan closed that one out last night too. Yeah, that Dirty Dan seems to always come up with a big play whenever you need one. Um, you're gonna have to make more of those in the future. I feel like that's the one part of the uh, the team that we need to show up, and I have faith in those guys that they they will. Um, but yeah, gotta love Dirty Dan. All right, couple minutes left to go. What you got going now? I know you stay involved with the team. What's uh, what's Dante Hall up to right now? Man, I'm parenting. <laughs> I'm golfing, and I'm finding uh, interesting ways to make money during the pandemic. My wife and I have business is shut down because it requires uh, socializing. But I've been dabbing into a little. Uh, uh, online stock investments. I've been doing some um, some private signing shows. Just a little bit of everything. But I would say all in all, I'm mainly golfing and parenting right now, Mitch. How's the parenting going? It's the hardest thing I've ever did in my life. <laughs> Give me five months in River Falls, Dick Vermeil's training camp over this parenting thing. <laughs> it's the hardest thing I've ever done. But on the flip side of that, it is the most rewarding. When you get those hugs, those kisses, those I love yous from the little ones, it makes it all worth it. How many times have you gone back to those discussions you had, either with Coach Vermeil or A&M, or thinking, okay, now I'm on the other side of this discussion? Exactly. <laughs> and I also, this parenting thing also lets me, gives me a, a clue of what it's like to be a coach or head coach. You're managing so many personalities and agendas and, wants and desires like oh i salute to the coaches man because they're doing it 50 fold thanks for being with us tonight i'm just hoping you're staying safe with the pandemic this is crazy right we're all in a crazy time but um keep that family safe keep yourself safe and i can't wait to see you again my friend yes sir likewise good talking with you mitch all right it's donkey week buddy got to go beat the broncos Go Chiefs. Ain't no donkeys. All right. Dante Hall, our guest tonight. The human joystick, the X Factor, the two-time Pro Bowler. What an incredible career he had. 12 return touchdowns for five straight seasons. He had either punt or kick return for a touchdown or both in a remarkable seven returns for touchdowns uh, in 10 games. That was an all-time National Football League record. All right, the Chiefs get the victory yesterday in Buffalo. They go to 5-1 and one with that win, 26-17 over the Bills. But now it's time to take on the Denver Broncos, a team that was able to win in Foxborough on Sunday, winning on six field goals, winning 18-12. Drew Locke is back, and that Bronco team will be ready to go. So will the Chiefs. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Klingler is the Chiefs' newest sideline reporter. 
And since we can't hang out with 70,000 of our closest friends this fall, there's only one guy who can bring you what you missed from inside the stadium on Monday mornings, and that's Kling. Weekdays starting at 6. Make sure to tune in to Fesco in the morning for inside access to the Chiefs sidelines like you've never heard before. On the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.